This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture for week ending Friday the 22nd of October 2021. Presented to you this week by Sophie Powell. I'm a farm trader based in the West. Let's start with wheat. China is the largest wheat producing country and the United States Department of Agriculture estimates the country's total production this season will reach 136.9 million tonnes. However, Chinese government officials said this week that persistent heavy rain impacting the main wheat producing areas across the country has left planting at only 26% complete so far. This is 27 points below the normal pace. Nevertheless, the State Council of the People's Republic of China said authorities would work to ensure a bumper harvest next summer. Annual wheat consumption this season is expected to be up to 149 million tonnes, which highlights the need for successful harvests. Wheat stocks at the end of this season are expected to fall 3 million tonnes on the year to a total of 141 million tonnes. This equates to just over half the world total, despite 10 million tonnes of it being imported. A strong EU wheat export pace is one of the primary market drivers, but official data from Brussels is failing to illustrate the full extent of shipments. Weekly trade data updates were up just 300,000 tonnes on the week, totaling 8.671 million tonnes, 2.3 million tonnes ahead of last year. However, there were no updates for French shipments, which remained at 719,000 tonnes. EU officials said that the data was missing from France dating back to July, the first month for the 2021-2022 to season. Private estimates for French wheat shipments to date exceed 2 million tonnes. This suggests that the corrected data could see EU exports topping 10 million tonnes by the end of October a pace which is not considered sustainable. Wheat prices would need to stay high to eliminate export demand and maintain sufficient supplies for domestic needs. Algeria, which is traditionally the primary destination for French wheat exports, will need an additional 450,000 tonnes of imported wheat this season, with up to 8 million tonnes needed following a 38% decline on the year in domestic grain output from its 2021 harvest. This week, analysts increased their wheat production estimates for Ukraine to 32 million tonnes, 7.5 million tonnes up on last season. Traders agreed a wheat export cap of 25.3 million tonnes, up from 17.5 million tonnes last season, with shipments to date up to 10.7 million tonnes. This situation contrasts sharply with Ukraine's neighbouring country, Russia, where exports are being restricted by increasing export taxes. Russian wheat shipments at the end of September are estimated to have reached just short of 17 million tonnes, which is just below 4 million tonnes behind the same period last season. Shipments from the first half of October are at 1.2 million tonnes. This is half of what was achieved at the same time last year. EU shippers are benefiting from Russia's export control measures, with rumours of further monthly quotas being employed from February 2022, and the United States Department of Agriculture estimates both the EU and Russia will export 35 million tonnes of wheat this season. Moving on to barley now. Feed barley values firmed once again on the week, 
with strong demand, especially from the domestic market. Barley is holding its small discount to wheat as inclusion rates remain high given logistical and labour issues in grain and livestock supply chains, especially in the short term. Barley remains attractive in comparison to imported substitutes as higher freight costs and a delayed corn harvest pace in France in particular, which is at 32% complete versus 75% complete this time last year, make imports more expensive to execute and limited in volume. Demand for malting barley both domestically and on the export market continues. Logistical pressures mean that farm gate premiums are greater in the forward positions. The first exports of malting barley have been leaving UK ports this month, with more vessels expected over in the coming weeks. Now let's turn our attention to what's been happening with oilseed rape this week. More contract highs have been seen on markets around the world this week, with palm oil futures finding record highs and Paris rapeseed futures briefly touching €700 Euros per tonne. The UK domestic market was surged by £15 per tonne and there is seemingly no end to the bullish run on rapeseed prices. Demand for rapeseed oil is proving to be resilient to higher prices. Part of the reason for this is that it has a particular taste and palm oil, which is the best substitute, is expensive. The other part of the equation is that rapeseed oil is used in many products, but is often only a minor part of the retail cost of the end product. For example, a 500 gram tub of spreadable butter typically retails for about £3.50 and contains approximately 30% rape oil. At current prices, this is about 20 pence worth of oil, meaning an increase in the oil cost is unlikely to lead to any significant drop-off in demand for the product on the supermarket shelf. Soybeans, in terms of volume, are normally the dominant commodity within the wider oilseeds complex. However, it appears that palm and rapeseed are two markets that are now showing a high degree of parallel movement. The Malaysian Palm Oil Council cut its forecast for 2021 palm oil earlier this week, triggering a surge in futures prices. Malaysia, which is the second largest producer of palm oil, approved 32,000 work permits for its overseas workers in an attempt to boost production. If this is successful, it would remove some of the support for palm oil prices, having a knock-on effect on rapeseed markets. Rampant energy prices and signs that China is stepping up its activities in global markets are keeping prices trending higher. Crush margins are generally improving, which will keep demand coming forward. Markets are already starting to get in position for the fight for Northern Hemisphere spring acres. US plantings will be seen as a critical indicator, with soybeans, corn, spring wheat and oats all competing for a limited supply of land. Given what has happened in rapeseed markets recently, we are likely to see a surge in supply for 2022 to 2023. However, weather will play a critical part and the situation in Canada this year is a prime example of what can happen if crop conditions turn adverse. High fertiliser costs are another factor to consider and could lead to slow farm selling and lower yields if application rates are trimmed back. Let's take a look now at pulses. 
bean values continue to move upwards as spot demand and limited farm selling keep the market very tight in nearby positions. In the north, reasonable volumes of human consumption beans have been traded to meet the short window of demand in Egypt before the arrival of the first Australian beans. With porous southern quality and premiums limited at 20 to 25 pounds per tonne, only beans from North Lincolnshire up to the Scottish borders are generally suitable to achieve levels of 260 to 275 pounds per tonne X farm for the very best quality. And finally, I'm going to finish this report by taking a look at the fertiliser market. In terms of AN and urea, this week saw granular urea traded at a premium of £25 per tonne more than the previous week. This is again due to high import values, with Egyptian trade at $850 per tonne FOB at the time of writing. Freight costs remain high and there appears to be no let up on these values going forward. In addition to this, with demand still to come from India and restrictions on exports from some urea producing countries, the direction of travel on prices is expected to increase further. Imported AN remains tight and there is no doubt that the AN currently available is not going to be sufficient to supply our market requirements. For UAN, the UK market still awaits spring values from suppliers and once these values are released, volumes will be limited. For PKs, MOP and TSP values remain firm and further price rises are expected going into November for December delivery. MOP is trading in Brazil at £588 per tonne at Dockside with haulage and margin to add. This suggests that MOP could increase a further £50 per tonne in the UK. It is worth emphasising the importance of polysulfate-based products this spring, given the shortage in supply of nitrogen sulphur products. This was Front Runner for week ending the 22nd of October 2021. If you'd like advice on grain marketing, get in touch with us directly or speak to your local Frontier farm trader. All Frontier customers have access to live market pricing and online grain trading in the MyFarm farm management platform.